Hi, I'm Rhys Jones. Welcome to my latest podcast. Today's podcast is how to get your recruitment website visible on Google, otherwise known as Search Engine Optimization or SEO. Uh, if you've listened to any of my podcasts or read my blogs on marketing, you'll understand my view on websites is they should be a cash generator for your business. Um, they're not just a brochure. Um, and how do you make them a cash generator? It's getting new clients to see them and new candidates to see them. It's as simple as that. Uh, if you think about it, if you have the most fantastic swish-looking website in the world, but when you go on Google and you search for the terms relevant for your site, nobody can find it, it's like having a really, really good-looking brochure and keeping it in your drawer because uh, nobody's going to see it. So it's common sense that you get your site seen on Google. However, a lot easier said than done. Uh, which is why I'm doing this podcast. Um, because getting found on Google is a whole industry in itself, SEO. It really is a specialism. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, at the end of this uh, podcast, hopefully it have informed you, helped you, maybe help you get some more rankings. But if anything else, I'll be honest, I'm doing it to help dismiss some of the crap that people will tell you on how to get uh, top of Google, page one of Google, some spent by the people that are trying to sell your services and some by a bloke down the pub. Um, so I'm here to tell you what works. Um, and the reason why I know it works is we're really good at it. Um, Davidson Gray uh, itself, our website is uh, front of Google uh, for an awful lot of search terms. Uh, but far more important than that is our partners. Um, and they have an awful lot of um visibility on Google. Um, most of them are front page for their industry term in recruitment. We've even got front page uh, for the term jobs, which if you think about it is is crazy because you're up against job sites, Indeed, Re, CV Library, so on and so forth. So for us to compete against that is really difficult. Um, but I have been doing this now for 15 years. Uh, so to be fair, if I wanted to set up an SEO business rather than doing what I do, I probably could. But quite frankly, I love recruitment and um, I'll make more money in recruitment anyway. So anyway, um, let's go on to, to my sort of uh, self-help, if you like. Uh, I know to get on, on Google. Just on the whole Google thing, um, being on page two isn't worth a jot. Um, if, you're not on worth, if you're not on page one, then it's either worth having. Um uh, I, I checked out some statistics before I did this, and uh, a company called WebFX have said that only 25% of people actually go on to page two of Google, but another company that's an expert on this uh, is Backlinko, and they say that only 0.78% of people that go on page two actually click on a link. So what's the point of being page two? You've got to be page one. So <laughs> you, you've really got to decide, if I'm going to do this, let's do it properly. So one of the things I would recommend is choosing your fight before you do it. Because um, let's say, for example, you're in, I don't know, the construction industry. You want to get page one for construction jobs. You need to check out, is that actually achievable? Because you can chuck a whole load of money at this and get nowhere. Um, there are tools out there where you can check how difficult a term is to, to rank. Uh, one of them being Moz, that's quite a good one. And that gives you a score as to how easy or hard it's going to be. Uh, the problem with that, if you're a layman, is if it says 70 or it says 20, don't mean a lot to you, does it really? Um, but if you're looking on Moz, um, just as a guide, anything above 20, I would say is going to be very difficult for you. We can get higher than that. Um, but check out your term first, see if it's achievable, because you could just be chucking money away. 
The other thing is, is see what the traffic is. Because if you think, okay, I'm going to get found on this term, check if there's actually tra traffic for that term. When I say traffic, people actually search that term. Because you could decide that you want to um, appear for, I don't know, um, DA recruitment. Um, and then you look at it, and nobody searches for DA recruitment. So what's the point? So <laughs> you've got to look at that return on investment. Is, is it achievable? And are you, are you actually going to get traffic? Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. So you've got to make a commercial decision because if you're going to do SEO, it is expensive, it's hard work, but if you do achieve it, it's really worth it. Um, and as I refer to the websites that we have for the partners we build, some of those make an awful lot of money. Some of them make six figures um, a year um, from their website. Um, there's one business that gets 80% of their work through the website, which is phenomenal. But like I said, I've been doing it for 15 years and we chuck a load of money at it uh, because it's what we do. Um, if you're a startup, if you're a small business, you just won't have the funds to do that. And also you might not have the intellect. So, But not wishing to sound really negative, let's jump onto something a little bit easier for you. Um, the real nub of, of getting to be found on Google is a, is a combination of content and backlinks. Now, content is basically the written form that's on your website. That's that's the writing. And then what Google does is it crawls that writing to decide if you're the best page on your site or the best site for that particular term. So um, if it's crawling your site and you're looking to be found for, let's say, construction recruitment, then it's going to look for terms that say construction recruitment. That's really dumbing it down. But then it gets a lot more complicated than that. Because if you just try and cram loads of the same terms into a page to get found, like you used to do old school on job boards, um, Google will sit a mile off. Um, so if anybody, like a bloke down the pub, tells you that you just repeat the same thing over and over again, that's absolute crap. Um, Google will spot it a mile off. Now, Google, they give you a sort of broad statement of what they look for in content. They look for, um, they need to be accurate, original, in-depth, well-cited, contain original reporting and convey a high degree of skill, which sounds really difficult, doesn't it? Um, but what I found through the blogs that I've written on my website on Davison Gray, if you write really good stuff, it gets found. Now, uh, when I say really good stuff, it, it's the stuff that I write on my blogs. I deliberately write really informative stuff that's going to help develop people that has um, things you can use. It's not sales fluff. It's not designed for SEO and it's not designed as a sales lead. It's quality stuff. Um, and Google has seen that and that's why we rank. So if, if you write with um, gen genuine intention of writing a really interesting informative article, that's halfway there. But you will also have to make sure you've got the keywords in there that you want to be found under which goes back to searching on the various different tools you can use like Moz, etc., to find the search term you want to be found under and then make sure that search term's in. Now, in addition to having that search term in, what Google also does, it associates words with that search term. So let's say, for example, you want to get found for wedding. You wouldn't put wedding, 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 wedding into your uh, content because that wouldn't work. But if you put in like wedding and cake and ring and uh, celebration and groom all these words refer to wedding and google will see that and it, it, it then reinforces the term wedding which is why it goes back to having genuine content that will have those sorts of words in because you're talking about wedding aren't you so 
it might sound difficult writing good content, but it's not quite as difficult as it sounds. But also the content does have to be fairly long. Google tends to like, um, for content creation purposes, 1,500 words in a, in a piece of content. So there's that, and there's also a lot of content. But all that is great, but your, your website has to have something called a, a high domain authority. Now, a domain authority, um, it's... It's, um, it's a point of, of contention at the moment within the SEO industry because they say it's not necessarily a great guide. Well, the way I look at it, it's, a, it's like if you stand on a set of scales, it isn't set properly and it tells you, let's say you're 12 stone, but you're only eight stone. But then you stand on it and then you're 14 stone, um, but you're really 10 stone. You still know you put on weight. So <laughs> the point is with the domain authority, it may not be 100% accurate, but the point is, is if you're... Um, site hasn't got high domain authority, you're going to struggle. Now, how do you get high domain authority? Well, the domain authority is based on Google seeing your site as being re relevant. It likes your site uh, and it rates your site. So how does it do that? Well, it's the content, but also it brings on to the next thing. The second most important thing for your website is backlinks. Yeah, if you don't know what backlinks are, basically these are the links from other websites that are pointing towards your website. Uh, and in doing so, Google goes, oh, there's lots of other websites pointing at this site. It must be a really good site. So it rates you for that. Now, with the backlinks, it's not all about quantity. It's about quality and relevance. Now, just again to explain that without trying to make it too uh, overcomplicated, with your um, backlinks, if you've got other websites with high domain authority, so the relevant sites pointing at your site, Google likes that. But they've also got to be relevant. So let's say you've got a recruitment company and you've got a lipstick manufacturer um, pointing at your site. So a lipstick website pointing at your site. Google, nah, that's not relevant. So it's not necessarily going to score it very highly. So you've got to try and get a combination between the two. So that's that's one part of the backlinks. The other part of the backlinks, which makes it difficult, is the sites with high domain authorities, the really relevant sites, everybody wants to get links from those sites. So unless you've got a close relationship with them, you're probably going to struggle. So it's actually quite difficult to get links from sites with high domain authorities. So that's a job in itself. Um, the lower, lower down domains, you might have a chance, but this is where SEO is actually quite difficult. And Google deliberately make it difficult for the reason that they want the terms that appear on page one on their site to be the most relevant and the best results possible. So the consumer who's using Google is getting the best value for money. They're finding the right sites. So that's why they do it. So if it was dead easy to do, everybody would do it. So they keep changing what's called the algorithms, which is basically the rules. Uh, there's a new algorithm coming out in about a month's time, which apparently is going to put a lot of waiting on page download speed, which is how quick your page loads, and also how quickly it takes for the consumer to get from the homepage to wherever it wants to be, and also the stability of your site. All sounds really complicated. Even more so, if you speak to SEO people, some say it's not going to make a lot of difference at all. Some say it's going to be a game changer. So SEO is, is a constantly moving target, which is why um, I did caveat this podcast by saying at the start that um, at the end of this, you're not necessarily going to be able to get on page one because it's hard. But uh, maybe you can listen to this because you've got nothing better to do or you're a bit of a geek. I'm a geek. 
Um, and I, I, I like to know about stuff that I'm not necessarily going to be able to do, but I still want to know. But if you still listen, I'll carry on. Um, but yeah, what, what you need to do is you need to plan the term that you're looking to be found under. And also, sometimes the term that you think somebody would look for, they don't. It could be a different word or a different term or a different string the way they do it. So that's why you check that. Um, but also, um, what adds value to your site is something called internal links. So if you've seen that, if you go on a website and say you're reading something, they'll have a link that takes you to another page of the site. Or obviously, you've got your tabs at the top that, that, that give you links to other parts of the site. Well, Google will look at your home page because that has the highest sort of authority because it is your landing page. And then what it'll do is it'll go from there to other pages. Now, if you don't have those links, it's a lot harder for Google to crawl the site and find the other pages. So you help Google by having these links that are taking Google's algorithm robots or whatever they want to call them to other parts of the site to to, to crawl that content so they can understand it. So that's why internal links work. Um, there's also other stuff which uh, you can do on, on your... Um, Websites, think like metadata and alt tags and stuff like that. But I'll be honest with you, that's where it's getting really technical because the real key thing with your website is always going to be content and it's probably always going to be backlinks. Now, the content is something that you can control because uh, you can write good content. Um, backlinks, that is, is a lot more difficult. But what I would say, like I say, it is achievable because we can do it. We have done it. But it, it does mean you've got to spend a lot of time on it. And you do have to uh, commit to it. And it is, it is a slow burn. It takes time. Because that's the other thing with websites is um, the longevity of the website also counts for it. So if you've got a brand new site, it's going to be very difficult to SEO it in the first six months, 12 months. The older the site, the more Google likes it. So with all this added together, you can see that how to get your website found on Google is actually quite difficult. But if you do manage it, it is a pot of gold. So hopefully you've uh, you found this informative. I don't know if it's made it more confusing of how to get found on Google. It probably has. Um, but hopefully it's, it's saved some of you spending money on uh, the made-up stuff or the old stuff or the myths that um, some SEO people will say, or oh, a bloke's on the pub say. So, but if, if you want to learn more about the marketing, I've got plenty of other blogs and podcasts on other parts of marketing where you can make money for your business. Because if you've listened or read uh, any of my other material, is marketing to me is, is hugely beneficial to your recruitment company because it makes your recruitment company an easier place to make money. And that's the whole point of the business is to make it an easy environment to make money because that's a true business. If it's just a bunch of recruiters that are all billing individually that can walk out the door, then it's not really a valuable business. So it's about creating value and that's where marketing comes in. So before you go out and spend, I don't know, 10 grand on a new website that looks absolutely fantastic. I mean, you look at it, you just think, wow, people are going to definitely buy from me. Just bear in mind, if people aren't going to find it, it ain't worth anything. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you do want to follow my podcasts, um, you can find me on all the usual um, platforms. I'll be under uh, Recruitment Podcast Reese Jones. Uh, you can also subscribe to brand new podcasts and blogs on my website. Um, we'll post them out, post uh, email them out to you uh, as and when we do them. And trust me, we don't do spam. Everybody hates spam. So if you sign up for our podcasts and our blogs, that's all you'll get. You get nothing else. Um, and also, if any of you listen to this uh, are inspired and, and want to set up your own recruitment company, uh, you can always try contacting me on LinkedIn, maybe tee up a chat, and uh, maybe we can work together.